Greg, so the GSTHR event here today, the Global State of Tobacco Harm Reduction, how did it start? What is it? I find it quite important because in many regions of the world, it is a big unknown. I mean, we have just recently uh, had a, an experience with a um, group of people working in uh, drugs harm reduction uh, in Central Asia, in countries like Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan. And the whole notion of tobacco harm reduction was like a jaw-dropping thing for them. I mean, they said, what? What is it? I mean, we, we are totally not aware of it. So, so yes, I mean... So the concept of uh, reduced harm products, so you can still use nicotine, but it to be safer, that was completely... Yes, yes, definitely. And this is uh, consistent with also um, my experience of several discussions and uh, that I had an occasion to, um, to have with uh, users of safer tobacco products in countries uh, actually closer to, uh, to the West, like uh, Ukraine, Lithuania and so on. For example, in Ukraine, and uh, today's presentation from uh, Natalia was, uh, was exactly from there, uh, you can see uh, heated tobacco products pretty much everywhere. They are being inver advertised very heavily, and you can see many people using them, many, especially young people. What, is quite, what has been quite shocking for me uh, was realizing that they have no clue about the uh, reduced risk value of it. To them, it's just a modern gadget. And this is something that got me really stunned for a little while, realizing that they don't know that this is something that can actually help them. They are just doing that because it's a modern gadget. And, yeah, and so it's cool a little bit. It's cool, but it shows a huge gap. I mean, Whatever is the reason for that, whether the companies that are offering that are actually missing that opportunity or for whatever other reasons, people are kept unaware or people are simply unaware of the, uh, of the health gains that, uh, uh, that switching to safer nicotine products can bring them. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, bringing that knowledge to, especially to those regions of the world which are still pretty much unaware, I just find it of great importance. So why does it matter, uh, using this example, that they become more aware of the THR aspects? Because if they're already using those products, does it really matter? Or is it, is it so, somehow much stronger for them to pair the two together? I think it is very important uh, because there will be only a specific group, I expect there would be mostly a specific group that will be using those products out of curiosity as a trendy gadget. This would be people that normally would probably uh, reach out to get a cigarette. Now they have reached out for the uh, for the well modern equivalent as they perceive it of the of the cigarette but that leaves totally uh, aside everybody else all of those groups that are not following the modern technological trends let's say so probably parents of those people that are already using icos they wouldn't give a damn about it because why it's just you know like a mobile phone i got my phone with 
you know, with buttons, and it's much better than the phone that the <laughs> young generation is using. Young generation is using with the screen. So, so yes, I mean that will allow, or that would allow, reaching uh, out to those groups which are right now totally um, outside of the picture. So you're based in Poland, right? Yes. What, what's the environment like there in terms of smokers? Are there a lot of them and are they, have they made the switch in any kind of numbers to vaping? Um, well, there's been uh, definitely a reduction in terms of the number of smokers. We recently, over the recent years, got uh, uh, a bit below, well, I think it was 26, 28 percent a couple of years ago. Now it's been uh, going down, but the question is whether the let it, let it, even if it goes down to the levels that we can observe observe in other countries, like make it 20, 18, or maybe 16 percent, it's still a huge number of people. That's one thing. The other thing is that most probably those that small percentage that keeps smoking are groups that we usually ignore, like people with mental health issues who self-medicate with nicotine, like people with, uh, well, from other, uh, from other groups which are usually hard to reach with regular um, means of contact, I don't know, standard education or something similar. So what are the forces, who are the forces that are allied against vaping? Um, ha. It would be too simple to be able to point out you are the guilty one. It's no way. I mean, it, I would say it's a set of circumstances. Of course, there are some organizations which are, for probably very mistaken reasons, trying to discourage people from vaping. There are, at least this is a case in Poland, a large number of uh, medical doctors, of uh, nurses, are totally not aware of the, uh, of, the, of the benefit. So there is no, no single reason that we can assign here, but what I think can be done is, or let's reward it, rephrase it. Uh, while there, it's hard to identify a single reason it's probably easy to identify a way out of it. And I would say the way out of it is a solid education. It's like with everything else, like, I don't know, with the risk of sexually transmitted diseases. You cannot stop people from having sex, but you can explain to them how to do it safely. So the same here, I mean, education, reaching out to those people that are hard to reach with standard educational uh, pro programs, I would say that that might be the way to go. So we're coming up to COP9, the SCTC. Are you hopeful that anything's going to happen there? Um, yes, of course I'm hopeful, but whether I count on it, no. No, I, I, would, I would be hopeful, but I think it might be too early for, for this year's FCTC. Uh, I don't, or I don't expect this year's FCTC to um, to actually introduce some uh, major changes. At the same time, I think we are 
um, moving in such a direction and with such a momentum that there is no way to stop it. It's a matter of, as today was already said once or twice, not if, but when. It's unstoppable. Can uh, big tobacco play a positive role in that? Of course. Of course they can. And one example is linked with what we have discussed earlier, which is the, um, uh, the whole thing with heated tobacco products in Eastern European countries. They could, for example, start highlighting the reduced risk value of, of those products. Of course, very often that would require cooperation from uh, the governments, from the lawmakers, so that they are actually allowed to, <laughs> to state any such thing, because there are, well, many places in the world uh, where uh, companies are simply not allowed to to even mention that these products have either a reduced risk or even a potentially reduced risk.